This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to The Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. His name is Tony Defio. His name is Shannon White. Sometimes they call themselves Shannon and Tony, vice versa. they That's how much of a unit they are together right. now right. since they've done a show together just a couple weeks ago. In fact, they had a meeting. They were going to kick me off of this show, but I, I burst my way back in. I weaseled my way back, just like us. Jeff Hartman says about Jordan Barry. So, <laughs> hey, we're talking about practice. No, we're not talking about practice. Well, actually, we're talking about practice yeah. because we're talking about training camp. And there, there's another Ted Lasso that they had a whole we talking about practice thing in Ted Lasso. Check that show out. It's great. It's a football coach that ends up, if you don't know about this show, do you guys know about Ted Lasso? Uh, it, 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 what is he like? Uh, um, lacrosse or is it lacrosse? What's no, he, he's a football coach. Um, yeah, he, at uh, Wichita State, and they win the fictional NCAA Division II championship. And so, what happens is he ends up going to coach a Premier League soccer team in England. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was, I knew it wasn't football. Yeah, or, or American football. And it's Justin uh, Jason Sudeikis, who I think is absolutely brilliant. And this is a really funny show. It's up for 20 Emmy Awards. Wow. There's a lot, of, a lot of American football references. And then with the uh, Premier League soccer, it's it's 
it's a stroke of genius. So I absolutely love it. So I'm quoting a lot of Ted Lasso, and Ted Lasso is probably the mo- the the one character that you root for more than anybody. It's probably the the nicest guy ever, and so I love this character. So it's yeah. So Wichita State does not have a football team, as Kathy Ford says, but they kind of make it. They they give them a football team, <laughs> and so. So they have like ESPN talking about the Wichita State football team. So it's it's really <laughs> I don't think they had a team. I know the Shockers have a good baseball team and a well, good basketball team, mm-hmm. but the Texas that, State Armadillos are, are fictional, and that was a good. Oh, good. the yeah. Texas State Armadillos with <laughs> what? Who was the quarterback for the? Uh, oh, of course, Scott Bakula. Yeah, but what was his name? Oh, uh, Paul Blake. Paul Blake. That's awesome. I love, love, I mean, it was love, a, love that movie. It was a classic. It was a ripoff of Major League, but Major League was a ripoff of Bad News Bear. So whatever, you know. Yeah, that's a great movie. I, yeah. I love that. I uh, love the assistant coach, his speech. Oh, at the end, the game, yeah. Because he, he thought his buddy was dying, the head coach. And then he's <laughs> out there just a swarping and a swearing. And, all, and then he's like, let us pray. And I, I lost <laughs> That was awesome. My favorite was when he said, his, fa- his last words to me were, win or I'll die. Or I'll die. <laughs> the great Robert Loja. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. On a serious note, Kathy brings this up, and I did not know this. Um, the I had no idea. The Wichita State team wow. had a, a team, and they went down in a plane crash, and they never started it up again. So a lot like uh, Marshall in mm-hmm. 1971, mm-hmm. but Marshall uh, did start up a team again. That's interesting. I need to look into that because that's that's an entire story that I am not familiar with. Yeah, me so, either. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, live live chat. That's awesome. Um, here we Did go. Did you see that uh, Felicia just said that Terrell Edmonds had surgery at, on his shoulder at some point? Uh, and I don't know if it was in the office. It's the first I've heard about it. Okay, let's let's bring this up. Okay, bad. Terrell Edmonds just had shoulder surgery, according to Mike Tomlin. But according to his college career, he has shoulder surgery on the left side. So should we worry about him? Hmm. It's probably just a cleanup job, arthroscopic. I mean, you know, it wasn't I mean, today. It was could have been. It could have been a month or two ago. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, because I, I, I thought he's been out there, ain't he? Yeah, that would be major. That would be major news if he had surgery like today or or recently. It probably had to be in the off season, like like you said, it's just probably a clean just up. Just clean up, yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's uh, that's something I will not discount. Um, if uh, Felicia heard that, that's something to look into. That's really interesting. I have not heard that. So, um, what, what? Well, I'm looking into this uh, when I put in shoulder surgery um he had shoulder surgery as a hokey and missed the rest of the season at virginia tech um but i don't know whether that that was his uh when he was a redshirt junior so i'm i'm not completely sure but that's something to uh i'd love to hear the uh oh here we go here we go as we're uh now i'm just surfing online but there's some merit to this um Terrell Edmonds was on the sidelines. Um, he had off-season s- surgery. So uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Tomlin was discussing Terrell Edmonds' off-season surgery. So that's uh, 
but he's been on the field for uh, drills. So I like what Tony had to say about uh, the the cleanup, possibly being a cleanup job. And if he's out there, then he should be fine. Is that something to worry about if it's cleaned up? Probably no. not. No. But <laughs> awesome job, Felicia. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for uh, for letting us know that. Um, that's interesting. I did not know that. So there you go. We uh, we do learn some stuff from our live chat. Great job. So uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Kathy and Felicia bringing the news today. <laughs> I uh, I love well, it. I missed it. <laughs> so now I've got to look up Wichita State too. Now I I'm really interested in that. That's uh, in fact, I I think I'm just going to leave the show right now and just go surf. So <laughs> I, I think I think I'll do that. Hey, are you guys watching the Olympics? Let me ask you that real quick. As I just go into a complete. I, I just go completely off the grid. Are you watching the Olympics at all? I'm tr- I'm trying to. I'm trying to watch as much as I can, but it's it's hard because you know I have basic cable, so it's hard to really. It's it's on all these NBC what uh, you know sister stations, I guess, and so it's hard for me to keep up. But I'm trying to watch. I, I'm trying to watch as much volleyball as I can. I lo- do. You like regular volleyball or do you like beach volleyball? I like them both, but I, I'm a big fan of beach volleyball. The two beach on two, awesome. Yeah. I'm a fan of the my Mrs. Bad and I are watching a lot of lot of swimming, and now the swimming's kind of tailing off. I mean, but wow, amazing, just amazing. And I've been in a little fight. You've noticed on a Slack channel, I've been in a fight with Maddie Peverell <laughs> because Maddie's talking about all the Australian guys, uh, the Aussie uh, women, mm-hmm. and he was dissing my girl Katie Ledecky, who probably lives about. Her hometown's about 45, 50 minutes from me. And uh, a Maryland girl, I love Katie Ledecky. She's absolutely amazing. What she did in the 800 and the 1500 is awesome. But so I might have to fire Peverell just because of the Aussie swimmers. I don't Mark want Davis to be. Mark fanta- take over. Yeah. He's a fantastic podcaster is Peverell. Yeah. But yeah. if... If he keeps on if he keeps on dissing Ledecky and bragging about Katie McEwen and and uh gotta go. He's gotta Titmus, go. um Arian Titmus, I mean I I gotta I gotta make a call here. So uh, if you wanna save, I tell you what, if you wanna save Maddie Peverell, let's go ahead and uh, see if we could get twenty-five bucks in the uh twenty-five bucks in the super chat to save Peverell's job. Let's see what we gotta do. Um so there we go. Speaking of, uh, but anyways, I want to talk about swimming. So the commentators in swimming, you've got Dan Hicks and Rowdy Gaines. <laughs> Have you caught any of these guys, Shannon White? I really haven't been watching the Olympics. You haven't been? No, I mean, I mean, I'm trying to, to, uh, pay attention to, uh, you know, a lot of the Twitter verse as far as what's going on at camp and, and stuff. And then, uh, you know, I'm suffering through the pirates, but you know, trying to stick with them and watch them try to rebuild this situation, this organization. And, and, uh, but you know, I haven't really watched hardly any of the Olympics. That's, uh, the Olympics have been awesome for me. I've really enjoyed it. Um, Roddy Gaines is the, is the color commentator, and he, I would love to see him for the Steelers. I think he would be amazing. I don't know if he knows much about football, but he's an Olympic 
gold medal champion from 1984. He's fantastic. In fact, this guy is so he's so excited. We've got hashtag save Maddie. <laughs> Kathy Forrest just gave us five bucks. Hashtag Ooh. save Maddie and Donald Nolan. And this is I'm loving this. Don't even think about it, bad Maddie P stays. I love this. Coming to the aid of one of my guys. Um, but I have to come down on them. So, uh, you know, for going after Ledecky like that. So, but anyway, so he's only 20 bucks away from keeping his job. So uh, good job, live chat. Thank you. But Rowdy Gaines is so exciting when these guys are coming from behind. I was thinking about this. Not that I'm ever going to have one, but I always thought if I ever had my own sex tape, <laughs> I would want, in the past, I would want Jack Fleming or Myron Cope to do it. I think that would be great, them commenting on, on it. Now I want, now since they both passed away, I would want Rowdy Gaines to call my sex tape. That is, that is how exciting he gets, he gets you. So, I mean, I could be bad yeah. at it. I gotta watch swimming more. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have to start paying attention to this guy. I was supposed to do this this whole bit yesterday. I even teased it yesterday <clears throat> on Tales from Two AM, and I forgot about it at the end. So I just wanted to bring it bring it here. But <laughs> Andrew Wilbar says, and this is great. Caleb Dressel was absolutely awesome with his five gold medals. Caleb Dressel said he could hear Rowdy saying, "Welcome to the club" from the pool. <laughs> so that's why I want. I <laughs> that is definitely why I want Rowdy Gaines to be the next Steelers color commentator. I think he's great. <laughs> hey, I didn't say anything dirty. All I said, all I said was sex tape. That's it. You don't that's have to. If you picture a, it, it, that's up to you. That's clean and wholesome. That's on you. Yeah. Uh. So, anyways, um. Wilbar says, now you only have to pay 20 yourself, Maddie. USA, uh, JK, we love the down unders. Yeah, I, I love the down unders here, but yeah, I mean, Peveril, I tell you what, you go after the Olympic swimmers. I mean, I, I know you're Aussie proud, but Davidson didn't do that. <laughs> Did he? Mark Davidson didn't bust up on uh, the American swimmers. No, and now he's probably saying, please don't pay because I want to have my own show. <laughs> now, you know what? Davidson's probably over in – he's probably over in Japan right now trying to meet all the uh, meet all right, the yeah, with that, that, that Australian accent. It works. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. He yeah he's, it works. He's, a, he's probably over there meeting the ladies. I, he's I cleaning you, up. I guarantee you. I, uh, <laughs> I, I definitely – no, Donald Nolan, you're not. You're never complaining. I've, I've, uh, I love that you're supporting my guy. I mean, in the end, Peveril, Peveril's my guy, but we've we've got to raise some money to keep him now. Um, after going off after my Olympic swimmers, um, so, <laughs> uh, so, anyways, guys, we've been talking about the guys who have not been counted on in the past for the Steelers, the never been counted on. So. With that being said, Shannon, who is your choice for the guy that we should be counting on now that we weren't in the past? My first choice? Yeah. Um, I would have to, to probably go with uh, – his last name's Coward. 
uh, and he's uh, uh, I think they've got him at left guard. Rashad. Uh, yeah, and he's been filling in for Dotson, who hasn't been able to get out there yet. He's he's been out in pads and stuff, but he ran a little bit with the second team, I think. But he was in shorts, you know, just going through drills. But uh, Coward is a guy that is a really powerful run blocker. Struggles a little bit with the pass protection because uh, he's even done reps for the Bears at tackle. But I think he's a you know he'll he needs to be on the interior at guard. But um, I, just with the situation we have, I think he will be an important addition this season at some point. Tony, I, I like the whole Rashad Coward here because they brought this guy in. They brought Joe Hagan as well. But they bring these guys in and nobody's counting on them as nothing but backups. So right. would you see a guy like that as being beneficial to this team that we could probably count on? Uh, yeah, out of left field. That's right. Yeah, because I, I wasn't even thinking about him, but uh, Shannon brings up a good point. I mean, with, with these, with with the unit collectively kind of um, struggling just to get on the field at the same time at camp. I mean, you know, you know, you never know who you might have to count on. Dan Moore is another one. I mean, that's one that you you, you hear that he's he's playing with the first team a lot or getting a lot of looks at, at uh, left tackle. Shooks hasn't been been uh, practicing all that much so far, so. There's somebody that at some point during the year they might have to count on, uh, much like they counted on Kevin Dotson last year at, at guard when, when when they had those rash of injuries. So Dan Moore's an, another one you, you might have to uh, – you he, he might have been somebody you weren't really counting on, but you might have to count on him uh, once the year gets rolling. I, I was about to say um, – Cree brought up Kendrick Green. You're bringing up Dan Moore. I was about to say let's not bring up the rookies, but you're right though. Because the draft picks, we weren't counting on Kevin Dotson last year for anything. In fact, we said that if Kevin Dotson comes in, it's going to be a disaster because someone's hurt or someone's not playing well at all with all right. the guys in front of them. So that's why Dan Dan Moore is a really good pick here, you know, because we weren't counting on him before camp. We're not counting on a guy like Trey Norwood either. Now, we're counting on Presley Harvin. We're counting on Najee Harris, and we're counting on Pat Fryermuth and Kendrick Green. Right. But we're not counting on a Buddy Johnson. We're counting on them to learn. Alex Flores brings up a really good one, and I think this could actually be a big one. A lo- a guy that you a lot of people are down on because we didn't see anything from him. But Derek right. Watt can he get some action? In this Matt Canada offense, because it looks like he's getting it in camp so far, Shannon White. Well, last week we talked about, um, I think it was Brooke Pryor said that seen a, uh, she's seen a pass, you know, wheel route to him and man threw it. And, and I, you know, I had to point out that he didn't catch it. He dropped it. But in today's reports, uh, it was tweeted that they threw another wheel route to him and he called it for a 25-yard gain. And, you know, that, that got a lot of people excited because we know he can run block uh, if they would ever use him, uh, you know, from his time at San Diego. But, uh, you know, with the way that he's going to be moved around the formation, used a little bit like an H-back, um, yeah, I think he can really contribute uh, in the Matt Canada's offensive system. 
I definitely think he can too as well. Now, you mentioned blocking, and one of the most important things, we haven't counted on this offensive line yet. We really have it. Now, we've counted on we – st- we're counting on Kevin Dotson, so let's keep Kevin Dotson out of the mix because we've never – we've – we know that we can count on him because of last year, or at least we're counting on counting on him. Mm-hmm. But Zach Banner, we got one, we got half a game, three quarters out of him, almost four quarters last year. Zach Banner, I'm counting on Zach Banner, but he hasn't really been counted on yet. We haven't had to count on him. Do you think he's number one on that offensive line? besides Dotson as the one we're counting on the most, or is it Chooks? Tony, I'll start with you. Gosh. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, somebody we're not, we're not, uh, we're counting on. Uh, I, I would have to say uh, Banner because um, if I'm, if I'm understanding the question, right. Um, he, he, he only played one game last year where Shooks has been, you know, he's had more of a, uh, a track record in the league. So I think, you know, we, we, I think I'm, I'm I'm a little more comfortable with him than a lot of people are, uh, based on his first few years in the league. Whereas Banner, we really don't know yet because he's only played in one game. Shannon, the shoots thing is interesting because he's swapping over to left tackle. Now, there was a comment by Kevin Colbert last week that I found very interesting. He said that if the battle last year between Zach Banner that was won by Zach Banner over Chooks for right tackle would have been for left tackle, then Chooks would have won that because he is more of a left tackle. So, Shannon, what are your thoughts about Chooks? Who are who's this team counting on more? I mean, they could be counting on both. I'm sure they are counting on both. But I think Tony has got a point there because we've kind of had to count on Chooks was the guy we had to start counting on or thinking about last year because he has more experience starting now. And Banner doesn't have the starting experience that Chooks does after last season. Shannon. Well, neither guy has really experienced starting where they're going to be starting. Uh, Okafor was brought in to be a left tackle. Uh, he's more finesse than power. He's very smooth. He slides well. He's light on his feet, long arms. Um, he's not a power player which you want predominantly on the right at right tackle, uh, especially with the right-handed quarterback. Uh, Ogilford, I believe, has the length and the quickness to protect Ben's blind side. Um, I think it's actually – Ogilford is even more important because I think Calvert could slide to right tackle, a position he played at with Chicago, whereas I don't think we have anybody – Dan Moore, is going, a rookie, is going to back up Ogilford on, at left tackle. I don't want to see Dan Moore in the game this year. Mm. Um, I mean, he's a rookie, and, you know, like Highsmith has been destroying him at camp. You know, we've seen some video footage of it. Um, You know, and that's not a fair matchup. Highsmith has really made a huge leap here at number two. Uh, But I just – I think Oakford is actually even more important than Banner because, one, he's protecting – you know, your future Hall of Fame franchise quarterback's blindside. And, but I think he can do it because it's actually the position that he was brought in to play. Uh, and Banner, you know, I, I have a lot of faith in him. I know he's massive and he can move bodies. And 
you know, if he can stay healthy and that knee holds up, I feel good about it. But I also feel better about Coward backing him up than I do Dan Moore Jr. backing up Okafor. Very interesting. So we are going to be counting on an entire offensive line this year that we really haven't had a chance to count on with the exception of a Kevin Dotson. So that's that's something to be said there. <laughs> Tony, do you have one more as far as a guy that we're counting on? I know you brought up Dan Moore Jr. Was that your guy? I have, I actually, I'm kind of intrigued what people think about Joe Hay because he was a guy who, when he came in with 32 career strikes, he can play both tackle and guard. I mean, there's somebody that, that might have to save your bacon a time or two this year if there's an injury. Um, he seems to me like like a, a cheaper, maybe less talented version of Matt Filer. Uh, what do you guys think of him? Because when they, when they brought him in here back in, what, March? I think people were kind of satisfied with him as being somebody who could be a decent backup, a versatile backup. But now you kind of hear people are kind of losing uh, confidence in him. At least the fans are anyway. Well, as long as they don't throw to him in the Super Bowl like Tom Brady <laughs> did and he, he dropped that ball. But, yeah, I, I I don't have a problem with Joe Haig because he's brought in to be a backup. You're not right. going to have 53 superstars on a team. Right. So I, you've got to have pieces of the puzzle. I talk about that when I talk about Terrell Edmonds all the time. We talked about Ryan Clark yesterday on Tales from 2 a.m. Ryan Clark was not a superstar, but Ryan Clark turned into a valuable player because he was a piece of the puzzle. When they brought him in in 2006, I was like, who is this guy? Right. And that, then when he, when he was there and starting, you're like, thank goodness for Ryan Clark. Right. So, you know, you're not going to have 53 superstars. You're not going to have 53 first rounders. You can't afford 53 first rounders. And that's just not the way a team is built. Teams are built with Joe Hags and Rashad Cowards in mind. You've got to have those guys as backups to come in and do well. I think they're the kind of players that could come in and do well. If they have to spot start, they might have an opportunity to be a good starter. It yeah. depends on with Hague. It depends on are you going to get the Indianapolis Colts version are you going to get last year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers version? But if you really look at both situations, he was a better fit with the Colts. He had more experience and more time with the Colts. He might be a better fit with the Steelers than he was with Tampa Bay. But I think the reason a lot of people are, have not been as high on him is because they remember him last year and he, he struggled pretty much for the Buccaneers. Now right. I'm going to, I'm going to call, uh, there's some talk about Trey Turner. On the off in the live chat, and I want to bring up uh, Russ. <clears throat> Russ says I'm really liking Trey Turner. Now I'm going to bring up Andrew. Andrew, I respect his opinion, but I got to ask you, Andrew. When you say Turner has not exactly looked good so far, that was one commenter on like day two of camp. Have you seen anything from Trey Turner? And I'm not challenging you. I'm just like asking if there's been more that I'm missing because I know. Kabali on a Filipponi show mentioned that. So I, I don't know. I mean, can we really take this as gospel when we haven't seen the guy in a preseason game yet? No, it, it's no. too early. Right. It's way, it's way too early. And he's, you know, what I mean is he's, uh, he's just getting familiar with his surroundings, his teammates. Um, he's getting into shape. Um, you know, I, I, there's like four guys that I really follow 
who are at the camps daily. Um, and, you know, he's this guy that said that he wasn't looking good is not somebody that I follow, and I'm not going to name who he was. But like you said, it was really one report. And and it was even, I think, the second day of camp even. Yes. Yeah, well, and, I mean, they weren't even in Padgett. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's something that uh, all I'm going to say is uh, something that we've got to go ahead and uh, take into consideration when we hear these reports from camp that some of them are early assessments. Yeah. And some of these guys have not seen a lot of action. I'm going to wait until I want to see Trey Turner play football on Thursday night. And I I'm hoping he gets some action guys. I want to let's close up the show with a question here. We're talking about Thursday night. Who do you not expect to see whatsoever? We know it's going to be Ben. And I, we know it's, we don't expect to, I don't expect to see TJ Watt either. I don't expect to see Cam Hayward. No. But who else do you not expect to see? I don't I don't obviously I don't think Najee Harris is gonna play. I know a lot of people are excited about him, but I think he's there. I think like we talked about last week, he's head and shoulders above anybody that they have on the roster as far as running backs. So I think as far as uh, whether he's a real deer or not remains to be seen as far as him being the most talented running back on their roster. He is certainly that. So I I think they're going to hold, not the whole camp, but I think, I think they're going to hold him out for, for the first game. He's lobbying. uh, (laughs) He's lobbying to play the full (laughs) Hall of Fame game, which you got to love that about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. But he's one player. I I don't expect to see Shannon. Any of the guys coming back from injury of any sort, uh, which is like, we already know a lot of the offensive linemen, the projected starters, uh, you won't see him, uh, not this game. And, uh, you know, like Banner got one snap in today, uh, you know, of live action. They took him right off the field. He didn't get injured, but they're just easing him back. You right. know, Okafor hasn't been out there. Dodson ain't been out there. Um, so we're going to get to see these backup guys and these young guys, Green and Moore and, you know, Coward. And, and you know, so really focus on them and you can you can learn a lot. Uh, just by the the way they they uh, handle this situation, um, T.J. Watt hasn't practiced. I mean, he's going through you know some conditioning and drills, but everybody's saying it's because he's they're working on his contract, his extension, and he definitely don't want to get hurt in camp in the middle of this. So uh, they've been holding him out anyway. Uh, so um, I think you'll see that with a lot of guys if they're dealing with anything like if Edmund's still recovering, he ain't gonna be in there. And um, so, I mean, you know, it'll give these young guys like Haskins who has so much to prove. It'll give him a chance. Uh, Rico Bussey, uh, you know, at wide receiver, and and uh, you know, Jameer Jones, at, you know, at Ooh. edge. All these guys are going to get a real chance on national TV to show what they can do, and hopefully, take advantage of it. I cannot wait to see some of these guys. Like, I, I don't want to see guys that we know are known commodities. Somebody right. just, uh, Cree just asked, do you think we'll see Highsmith? I don't care if we do. No, I'm, I'd yeah. rather not. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to see Jameer Jones. I yes, want to know what yes, he has. Yes. I want to see Rochet. Cassius. Rochet, Rochet. Yeah, exactly. I want to see Cassius Marsh. Mm-hmm. I want to see some of these guys that that could be the future. Yeah. Not not saying that Cassius Marsh is the future, but he's he could be a heartbeat away from playing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like my Miles Killebrew is another one. He he was essentially a, a special teams guy in Detroit. He barely had any defensive snaps. If they're counting on him to be a backup here, 
either an inside linebacker or maybe, or especially safety. I'd like to see what he can do. <laughs> I absolutely cannot wait for this game. And the fourth quarter, when you see some of these no names, don't don't tune out. Mm-mm. Those are the guys you you need to see. You need to know. I remember the last thing I'm going to say is I remember from about four years ago, the Steelers were playing the Titans on a Saturday. It might have been three, excuse me, three years ago. They're playing them on a Saturday, and I'm driving back from vacation, and I'm uh, we uh, pulled into a restaurant. And I was like trying to see the game on my phone <laughs> and I caught a little bit of this game. And I believe that I think it was Landry Jones that threw an interception to this guy. And I, I noticed this player on the other team for the Titans making this interception. Yeah. I know where and, you're going. <laughs> and it was Robert Spillane <laughs> yeah, yeah. who ended up a Steeler. Yeah. So I, for some reason, I never forgot Robert Spillane. And then when he ended up in Pittsburgh, I'm like, oh, I know who that guy is. It and didn't help him make the Titans, though. No, it didn't help him make the Titans. Helped him make the Steelers, probably. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. Because next thing you know, he's on the Steelers uh, the next year. So, uh, yeah, pay attention to some of these guys. That's why when anybody says that preseason doesn't matter, I think it matters. Because it matters to these guys. And they are uh, they're making their future. I mean, Duck Hodges doesn't make the team. And I don't buy, I don't spend money on this jersey for uh, if he doesn't do well in that preseason game against uh, the Carolina Panthers, right. you know. And so the the rest ends up being history for the. I mean, there wasn't a long history with Duck in Pittsburgh, but yeah, it definitely it's it's definitely a big deal. I cannot wait. Steelers have four games. Cowboys have four games. Every other team has three. So I'm really excited to check this out tomorrow night, a programming note. There is no Scobro show. The Scobro show was on last night. So if you missed the Scobro show last night, go ahead back and check it out anywhere that you find Pittsburgh Steelers, BTSC podcasts on your favorite podcast platform, or you can check it out here on YouTube as well. So check that out. Tomorrow night is going to be the Steelers preview. As we move that show, we can't do it on Thursday night. You don't want to watch. You don't want this face distracting you from watching Dwayne Haskins play quarterback, do you? No. So this, we're going to be on Tuesday night. On Wednesday night, we are going to have uh, Jeffrey Benedict's out, but we are going to have the uh, curtain call. It's as it morphs back into Know Your Enemy. We're going to be uh, talking about teams from the, uh, the North, the AFC North. It's going to be Michael Beck along with uh, a special guest from uh, that I had on the other day. So Kevin Tate will be back on tomorrow. So check that out as well. We sh- might have uh, one of his uh, podcast buddies too that uh, will be talking about the Cowboys as we morph back into the little Know Your Enemy segment that I think is one of the best shows that we have in season. So check that out as well. So with that being said, Tony and Shannon, thanks so much for hanging out with me tonight. I appreciate you. I had a blast. I can't wait for some football. Yeah, let's do it. So next time, the next time we'll really be hungover because there's going to be some football and it is going to be glorious. So with that being said, I need you to do three things for me. One, be safe. Two, be true to yourself. And three, always be behind the steel curtain. 
And just when you think you've got all the answers, we keep changing the questions. Good night. Love you, BTSC Steeler Nation. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.